You're listening to a message from Mercy Culture Church, home of Pastor Landon and Heather Schott in Fort Worth, Texas. For more information about Mercy Culture and ways that you can be a part of it, visit mercyculture.com. Good morning, Mercy Culture. My name is Landon. I'm the senior lead pastor of Mercy Culture Church. The vision of our church is to take people from corporate encounters with God to daily personal encounters with God. And here's what that means is, is we don't want you just to encounter God at church, but we want you to encounter the presence of God on a daily basis. Because when you get in the presence of God, it is so easy to hear him. When you begin to hear God and obey God, everything in your life begins to change. So at Mercy Culture, we are passionate about God encounters. We want to help you encounter God every single day. So we do that through our membership, but it's really discipleship. It's called MC Connect, and it's really, really easy. You watch a few videos on online, and then you take this Connect with God assessment. Here's what it does. It will show you how you best connect with God. Because here's the thing. Everyone connects with God differently. And sometimes maybe if you've grown up in church, been serving the Lord for a long time, you've heard the term quiet time, where you have a little spiritual time out and that's where you go meet with the uh, with the Lord. But here's the thing is not everybody connects with God the same. So when you learn how you best connect with God, it is a game changer to your spiritual growth. And so I would encourage you, uh, if you desire to grow in your relationship with God, whether if you just got saved, you've been saved for 20, 30 years, go through MC Connect, take the assessment and learn how you best connect with God. I promise you, you will spiritually grow. Amen. One quick announcement, we have our first ever Mercy Culture Conference coming up. It's just a few weeks away. It is going to be at the Fort Worth Convention Center. We're expanding territory this year, stewarding that prophetic word. So we are going to be establishing the presence of God in the middle of our city, taking territory. And here's the thing. How many have been to a Mercy Culture service before and you're like, man, I just want more. Man, I just wish you would keep going. Man, I just love it here. Listen, that's what conference is going to be like. Three days of more. Five services, more than you can handle. It's going to be absolutely amazing. And here's the thing. We are intentionally not telling people who's leading worship or who's speaking, who's ministering, because here's why, because we're just coming to encounter Jesus. So if you haven't yet done so, make sure you sign up. uh, And then that Sunday morning, we're going to have church service. We won't be here. We'll have our church service in the Fort Worth Convention Center. It's going to be an amazing weekend. Mark your calendars. Don't be out of town. This is not one that you're going to want to miss. This morning, I'm aware that we have our family here. It's exciting to have. Let's give all the kids a hand. Can we do that? So this is our family anointing service and we wanted all the kids in here. So I'm gonna take about three to four minutes. I'm gonna be very fast. And I'm gonna share with you a word that's on my heart. Uh, And and I understand we have little ones in in all different ages and attention spans. And so we're gonna try to make things quick. So I'm just gonna share a word that God put on my heart. And then we're gonna enter into a time of family ministry where you are gonna be ministering over your family. Now, this is important. I don't want anybody to check out. If you're single or you don't have kids yet, that's okay. You're gonna learn, you're gonna grow uh, and and God's gonna prepare you for that season. Or maybe you're past that season in life and you're gonna be just interceding with us for the families that are in that season. So nobody check out, lock in with me uh, and and just do your best to just keep your kids near you. So if you have a a streaker that takes off running, you just go get them, okay? Or something like that. Um, If you have to cast a devil out, just wave your hand and when an usher will come and help you and we'll do it together as a team, amen? So it's okay that it might be noisy. It's okay that it might be messy. How many say it's worth, worth it to have your kids in the presence of God as a family? Okay, so I'm going to be brief. Can I get an amen? Amen. Genesis chapter 35, verse 16. Genesis 35, verse 16 says this. Later, they set out to Bethel, and while they were some distance from Ephrath, Rachel began to give birth. Her labor was difficult. During her severe labor, the midwife said to her, do not be afraid. Someone say, fear go. For you are having another son. And with her last breath, she was dying. She named him Ben-Onai. But his father called him Benjamin. I came here to tell you that taking spiritual authority will expand territory. title of this message is Expanding Territory, Spiritual Authority in Our Families. Let's pray. 
So Lord, we declare your word is the highest authority. We declare your Bible is true. Come on, parents, pray that with me, declare it. We declare your Bible is true. Your word is true. It's the infallible word of God. We declare everything that stands against it is a lie. We declare right now that your word is true and it will accomplish all that it's set out to do. So Lord, I pray right now that you would give us ears to hear, hearts to receive, minds to understand what your spirit is saying. Holy Spirit, we don't make room for you, but we give you the entire room. Lord, I pray specifically that that same spirit of prophecy that has been on this house since the beginning, it was here last week. I pray it would overflow into the service right now. Lord, I thank you that it is easy to hear you in your presence. We say no spirit, but the Holy Spirit is welcome in this place. So Holy Spirit, come, have your way. I thank you no one came to hear me. We all came to hear you. So we say, speak, Lord. Your servants are listening. And all God's people said, amen and amen. Well, we are stewarding a prophetic word over this house that it's the year of expanding territory. I'm praying 1 Chronicles 4.10 over my life, my family, and over your family every single day. I hope you're praying this every single day over your family. We're declaring that this is the year of expanding territory, that oh, he would bless us indeed. Expand our territory, put his hand of favor upon us and keep us from all harm or all evil. This morning, as I prayed into this service, uh, the Lord clearly showed me what would happen. He gave me visions of things that would take place and what to do. And here's what he told me to tell you, parents, is that this was a season to take spiritual authority. Someone say spiritual authority. That you are supposed to be aggressive, not passive in taking spiritual authority over your family. How many know you are not the enemy's punching bag? that the enemy does not have permission. Someone say, not one inch. Not one inch into your family, into your marriage, into your children's minds when they sleep at night, not one inch. And this morning, there's gonna be impartation of boldness that you will not be passive spiritual leaders. Now I'm gonna say something bold and kind of controversial, but I am not the spiritual leader of your family. I'm the spiritual leader of my family. You are the spiritual leader of your family. Watch, and you cannot wait for your pastors to spiritually lead in your home. But you have to take on that mantle of priest of your home and spiritually lead your home. Now, if you're single, don't check out right now because this is where you spiritually lead yourself. We teach this in SLS, our spiritual leadership school. You can't spiritually lead nobody until you spiritually lead yourself. And so what we're doing right now is creating an awareness that you take spiritual authority in your family. I'll tell this story very careful because there's kids in the room, but I was on the trail the other day and it was really, really early in the morning and I ran into someone on the trail who had been there all night. And when I walk by this person, I can feel darkness. And so I, I, I turned to him and I said, can I pray for you? And he said, no. And I said, but the Lord stopped me to pray for you. May I pray for you? And in that moment, watch, I felt this quickening, watch, that there was too much darkness to not address it. Watch, when we say fear, go, Holy Spirit, come, what we're saying is when we recognize something in our home that is not the Spirit of God, watch, we don't run by it. Where we take spiritual authority. Someone boldly say authority. authority. It's amazing how many men love the scripture that they're ahead of the, their houses, but they rarely step in as the head of their house. Where you hear insecurity in one of your children Take territory, take spiritual authority. When you hear fear, when, when you feel that something's off, something's different, watch, it's not just an attitude, there's something going on. Holy Spirit, I pray that you would give us sensitivity to feel when there's any other spirit in operation but you. Someone say authority. Okay, real quick, here's the story. We're talking about Abram, Isaac, and Jacob. Genesis chapter 35, I'm just gonna briefly tell you what this means. 
So we all know the story of Abram. God spoke to him, said, I'm gonna make you the father of many nations. He gave Isaac up, his miracle son, as a sacrifice. Isaac gave birth, or Isaac's wife gave birth and gave him a son named Jacob. Remember, Jacob was a deceiver. There was Jacob and Esau. He stole his brother's birthright. I've taught about this before. Then he runs off away because he's afraid of Esau. As he's out running in fear, he meets a beautiful girl. Her name was Rachel. He went to her dad and said, I wanna marry her. And he was willing to work seven years to marry her. Notice how he went to her dad. That's still proper protocol. He goes to her dad, watch this. And he was willing to work seven years for her hand. Let me just talk to single people real quick. If he doesn't have a job, he may not be the boo for you. He worked seven years and on the wedding day, Laban tricked the deceiver and he gave her her sister Leah in marriage instead. So he worked another seven years, 14 years because how much he loved this woman, Rachel. Now watch. So when we talk, so Rachel gave birth to two sons. She was barren for a long time. God opened her womb. She gave birth to a son named Joseph and Benjamin. You might recognize the name Joseph because Joseph was the one who had the coat of many colors. So remember when his brothers were jealous of the coat, they weren't jealous of the coat. They were jealous of the father's love because how much Jacob loved Rachel, he turned his affection when she died to those boys. So they kidnapped him. And remember when Joseph was in Egypt and in, and there was a famine in the land and he brought his brothers back. He said, bring me Benjamin. And then they said, no, 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 we can't bring Benjamin because Benjamin is loved so much by our father. We can't let Benjamin go. That all comes back to this moment right here where Rachel died in childbirth and the affection that, that Jacob had for Rachel transferred to Benjamin. Are you with me? So Rachel is in, in, the, in the moment of childbirth, she's about to die. And because the pain was so great, she named her son Benoni, which means son of my suffering. Watch. Sometimes in stressful, painful moments and seasons, we operate in the flesh and not the spirit. Someone say taking authority. Watch. In this quick fast, intense moment. Imagine you work 14 years for this woman and she's going to be with the Lord and she's giving birth to your son. This is an intense moment. But even in this tense moment, someone say, take spiritual authority. Make it easier, shout authority. Watch, in this moment, he realized, whoa, 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 this is a moment to take authority. Because the woman I love in her pain just named my last son son of suffering, but I cannot allow his name to be suffering. I'm gonna call him Benjamin. I wonder if they called him Benji. I'm gonna call him Benjamin and he will be son of my right hand. Or watch this, he will be the son of my favor. He Watch, his name won't mean suffering. His name will mean favor. Watch this, the father recognized a moment. We have a runner. Just a negligent father right there. I just. <laughs> That's my friend. I'm joking. Okay. He recognized a moment. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm going to step in and take spiritual authority. Watch. And I will not let this word rest on my son. I won't let it rest on my family. But I'm going to declare I'm gonna take spiritual authority. I'm gonna expand territory and I'm gonna declare my son is favored. Would you play with me? We're gonna transition into a moment to take spiritual authority. I said it before, I'm gonna say it again. I don't want anyone to check out. This morning, we're gonna enter into a moment of praying and taking spiritual authority over our families. So we're gonna focus on families with children right now. But if you do not have children, that's okay. I want you to take notes for what this looks like when you do. And then I want you to begin to pray over your future children as we do this. If you're single, 
I want you to write this down. As we do this together, I want you to write it down. And we're gonna what model for you what spiritual authority looks like in a family. If your children are not here with you, as we go through this spiritual practice together, I want you to text them. Or maybe you write them down and you have a conversation after service. But I'm asking you, listen, maybe there's even strain in relationships. I'm asking you to take spiritual authority. I'm asking you, watch, to push past anything else that may try to keep you in fear. He'll stay up there the whole time. Today, we're gonna take spiritual authority. Single people, pray for the families in this church. Senior citizens, pray for these families that are going through maybe some seasons and trials like you did. This is a beautiful moment where we're gonna spiritually take territory together. So here's what I want you to do. I want families to get together. If you wanna get out of your seat, you're free to. If you wanna come to the altar, you're free to. If you wanna find a place, that, that, that's fine. You, no one's tied to your seat this morning. But we're gonna walk through some prayer time taking authority over your family and then we're gonna do some prophetic ministry over people. So that's what the next few minutes is gonna look like. So here's the first thing. When I was praying over this service, the Lord spoke to me. And he told me to tell you to ask your children if there's anything that you've done that have hurt them that you need to apologize or repent for. Now, this might be hard with little ones, but do your absolute best. Has dad been too harsh? Has daddy done anything that hurts your feelings? Has mommy done anything? And right now in this moment, I saw healing beginning to flow into your family. I saw Areas that the enemy was trying to get in, but he couldn't because humility covered your family. So right now, balcony everywhere, watching online, Mercy Culture communities right now, grab your family members, look them in the face and just ask them, is there anything I need to do? Is there anything I need to do to humble myself, to repent to you? Have I hurt you in any way? Just take a few moments and do this. You received anointing oil when you walked in right now. Just take a moment and just begin to anoint your family with oil. If the father's in the room, fathers do it. If the dad's not with the family right now, mothers, you spiritually lead. I want you to pray and bless each one of your children by name. Make sure they hear the words, I bless you. Make sure you, they hear the words. If your children aren't here right now, text them this right now. I want you to declare 1 Chronicles 4.10 over everyone in your family. Put 1 Chronicles 4.10 up real quick. Leave it up for a moment. We're declaring over every single family member, oh, that we bless you indeed. I bless you, Peyton. I bless you, Preston. I bless you, Porter. I declare all that you're blessed. I declare that God is expanding your territory. I pray right now he's putting his hand of favor upon you. Declare your children right now. Single people, pray this over yourself right now. Pray it over yourself. Pray it over your future husband right now. Come on, lean in right now. Declare this husbands and wives. If you don't have children right now, pray it over each other right now. Pray it over your friends' kids right now. Pray it over the family 
family that you've brought in, your extended family, the family that you choose, we declare the hand of favor is upon you. We declare right now that nothing could harm you. I declare that you're blessed. I declare right now that God's hands on you. I declare no evil could come upon you. We pray right now, no spirit, but the Holy Spirit. It's okay if they're little and they don't understand. Keep declaring it. They'll rise to this higher level. No spirit, but the Holy Spirit. We declare right now, Holy Spirit, you're welcome in your family. You're welcome in this family. You're welcome in this house. You're welcome in this house. As I was praying for the families, I saw you taking spiritual authority just like Jacob did. So whatever is attacking your family. Last night when I picked Porter up from the airport, he says, I keep having bad dreams. So I declare right now over you, Jackson Porter, I declare that you will sleep at peace at night. I pray no spirit, but the Holy Spirit will come upon you. I declare it's easy to sleep. I declare God is speaking to you in the night. Come on, do this over your children right now. What do you need to take authority at? We declare no fear, no fear, no fear, no fear. We say fear go, Holy Spirit come. We say our house is a house of peace. We declare where the kids sleep is a place where God meets them, where God meets them. We pray that God is speaking in the night. We say over all of our children, speak Lord. Your servant's listening. Jackson Porter, say speak Lord. Speak Lord. Your servant's listening. Say, so your servant. listening. say it louder, speak Lord. Speak Lord. Your servant's listening. Yell it, say speak Lord. Speak Lord. Speak Lord. Do it louder. Speak Lord. Your servant's listening. Whatever specifically your children is struggling with, whatever has tried to attack them, whatever's tried to rest on them. If you're single, do this right now for yourself, right now, whatever's tried to rest on you. Whatever's tried to rest on you, whatever lie has tried to rest on you. Come on, right now, just declare it, all right? Take, take spiritual authority, take spiritual authority. No one sees me. No one appreciates me. Take authority over those thoughts right now. How about I don't belong here? Any spirit that would try to keep you offended or get you out of this place right now. Come on, right now, right where you're at. Just take spiritually, take spiritual authority. Now, right now, tell every spirit to leave your home but the Holy Spirit right now. Just start doing it. Say, say, fear go, Holy Spirit come. No spirit but the Holy Spirit. Right now, come on, I know it sounds simple but it's so powerful. Right now, no spirit but the Holy Spirit is welcome. No spirit but the Holy Spirit is welcome. And Holy Spirit, you are welcome. 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 You're welcome in this place. You're welcome in this place. I was on the trail praying for you and I saw families going to the place in this sanctuary where you wrote down in faith a miracle. Before we laid down this carpet, we wrote down what we were believing God for. And here's what I saw. I saw you taking your children to that place, telling them what you wrote down and praying it over as a family. And so if you have anything written on the floor of this sanctuary, would you go to where it's written or as close as you can? Take your children and begin to pray over it. If you didn't write something down, hear this, watching online or, or you're sitting here right now, tell your children how you fell in love with Jesus. Tell them, how did you meet Jesus? 
What was going on in your life? Say it in the most simple terms as can. Tell your children how you fell in love with Jesus. Just take one moment and do that. Just take one moment and do that. In this same atmosphere, we're, we're about to enter to some more prophetic ministry where few pastors and leaders here, we want to submit words to individuals that we've seen and words that we sense. It might feel a little out there and awkward because it is, but it's beautiful. There, there's a gentleman over here in a red plaid shirt. Hey, sir, I wanted, I wanted to submit a word to you. 
uh, when I saw you during worship, what I, what I felt my spirit, the Lord say is, you're not alone. And then after I heard that, I felt my spirit, the Lord say, I have not forgotten your family. Every hair that's on their head I placed. And I just hear the phrase in my spirit, I will bring them back. And I, I even feel a step further, feel my spirit, the Lord saying, I will bring every one of them back. So I just declare your family is the Lord's. I declare every son, I declare every daughter, I declare every representative of your home is brought back. I declare you would expand territory with your family. I declare what has been lost will be restored. Submit that to you. Do we have any families here that represent uh, three generations, grandparents, parents, and children? Can you just, I, there's some in my mind, but if that's you, if you have all three, it's awesome. Anybody else? Yeah, I know you guys. Awesome. Huh. I felt prompted, and, and so I just want to, uh, I feel to pray specifically over or one, one family, but uh, as I'm praying for that family, if you're here with all generations, um, will you just lean into what God wants to pray uh, over your family from generation to generation to that generation? But um, I, I just wanna pray over your family. What I felt, and you guys know this, and I know a lot of our church knows this, but uh, what I feel is to prophetically pray over you. I saw roots of righteousness going down from, the, from what you have seen, Pastor Bob, will go down roots of righteousness through the generations. And so I just prophesy the same revivals that you've seen in the spirit, what you've seen will pass from generation to generation. I prophesy over every children that is represented in this family tree that you are a tree of righteousness, you're a tree of peace, and the presence and power of God is resting on you. I declare over your children that they walk in righteousness, that they walk in the ways of God. I declare that the youngest generation, they will not seek their own ways, but they will seek God's ways, that they will be bent towards the movement of the spirit, the longings of the spirit. I declare over the children here that they will be carriers of righteous living. God, I pray that you would release the secrets of heaven into them that they will know and they will walk out the last days, the things in your heart, they will carry it and it will be birthed. I declare that there would be an expanding of righteousness through the generations. In Jesus' name. All right. You, they have their backs turned right now in the red shirt, in the, are you are all married? Is it you and we all stand up? So I just want to speak what I felt the Lord on them and then you guys receive it if it's for you. But I just felt like in the name of obedience, you guys have signed up for some things that seem impossible. And I just felt the Lord wants to impart fresh faith to you and he wants to give you a hope where there is no hope. And he wants to give you the ability to look at the facts and yet your faith is not wavered. So God, I just pray for your son and your daughter. God, I pray that fresh faith would come over them, God. We declare that, that they will not give up. The distractions that the enemies tried to insert to get them to give up, we declare keep going. God, I pray fresh faith in Jesus' name. Amen. Sir? Are these your daughters? As I was standing up there and I was praying, I heard the Lord say, I've trusted you with her. It's not an accident that she's your daughter. I saw you fit to raise her. I've trusted you with her. I want you to look at my eyes as I say that, as you're hearing it from the throne of God, I trust you with her. I hear him say, rise up, son, rise up. She's a jewel, rise up. 
All that you need to raise her in the ways of God are found in the house of God. Rise up, son. I have trusted you with her. That's what I hear the Lord say. So Father, we say yes and amen. I command for courage to rise up from within him, to rise, raise his daughter in the ways of the Lord that she would not depart. Father, I thank you for making things new in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you, Father, that today salvation has come into this home. Today is the day. Lord, I just thank you for what you're doing. I just wanna encourage you to partner, to partner. For us to submit a word to you means you have a choice. You're either gonna get hand in hand with it and walk it out, or you're gonna let it rest. Things don't happen, something beautiful doesn't happen on accident. It's on purpose. So I wanna challenge you to take what the Lord is saying to you and do it on purpose. You know how kids say, she did it on purpose. Do it on purpose. Raise her in the ways of God on purpose. That's what I hear the Lord saying. I wanted to see if, um, while I'm gonna be on this other family, the Carreras family here, that's from the Espanol service, if you can come up here. And why I wanted to speak um, to the family, Michael from Washington, y'all were up here and I met you at Axel. Michael from Washington, if you can come up here as well. And um, lastly, Chuck and Vanessa Reyes, I saw you in front of me and now I don't see you, but I wanted to start sharing what the Lord showed me was that Chuck and Vanessa, you carry an authority. I don't know if I see them here. Are they here? Okay. Oh, I see you. You carry an authority to teach your kids intercession. And I heard the Lord saying that the way that he is showing you how to stand before the throne room without fear of man, but in the presence of God, the grace of God that God is giving you to come to the throne with boldness. He's giving you that with your children. And I saw that as you were continuing to lead in prayer and intercession with your children, that God was going to send people people from your community, little ones, and that your family as a whole was going to bring other little ones into family, but through prayer and intercession, and that they were going to walk away with weapons to their homes. And so I just want to bless you and what you carry in the space of, of prayer and intercession, God. I thank you that you take them higher, God, that you take them into greater places in the throne room. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Gabrieras, uh, I wanted to share that the Lord, as soon as I came over and said hello to you, I was reminded of what you carry as a family at the Spanish service. And I wanted to bless you and I felt the Lord wanting to tell you that you, your family is helping other families in the Latino community break generational curses and the spirit of religion. And so God, I thank you, Father, that you are showing them what it looks like to walk intimately with you, God. And I declare that this family steps into the Latino community, Lord, with your heart of intimate intimacy, God, a knowing, Lord, of who you are, God, not with rituals, Lord God, not praying into other things, but praying into the spirit of Jesus. And so, Lord, I thank you for the freedom and the liberty that this family carries, each and every one of them, in Jesus' name. And the last family, uh, Michael from Washington, there you are. Um, you guys were praying in front of me and worshiping earlier and I saw a, a, a puzzle. It was like you guys had laid out a puzzle on the table and there were about three pieces left of the puzzle and you were trying to figure out where these pieces were going. It was like they weren't fitting and you were like, man, there's a lot of other things that are like fitting as, our, as we've transi transitioned. There's some other things that are lining up, but there was three last pieces and you were trying to figure it out. And I heard the Lord saying, I'm showing them in this season where those puzzle pieces go and I'm bringing it to a completion. And I heard one of those puzzles and I submit this, one of those puzzles is family that you were to hear from the stage that you are welcome and that you are home. You are welcome and you are home and he's bringing and surrounding you with family and friendships for this next season. And so Lord, I just say, Father, as you're showing them those two other pieces, God, Lord, that most of all that they would know that Lord, you place lonely and family, God, even those that have transitioned from other places, we say you are welcome. You are welcome. You are home in Jesus' name. Amen.
Could I have all the fathers uh, stand up, all the fathers? Uh, as we were praying, I, I felt like the Lord was saying, um, there's a lot of fathers who want to do the right thing, but there's almost this sense of being, uh, uh, the word that I got was awkward. You don't know exactly even where to start. You find confidence in being able to lead your company. You can do all those things outside of there. There's great excitement, and you have this uh, ability to kind of do it effortlessly out there. But I feel like the Lord this morning is going to flip the paradigm. The confidence that you have to build your company, the confidence that you have outside the four walls of your home, the Lord is going to establish within you a confidence to lead your family well. And even if you've made mistakes, and even if you've done the wrong thing, and you don't feel qualified, you don't feel like you have the ability to do what is right, I feel the Lord removing shame off of you. But I want to tell you, the reason that I love this house so much is simply because of this. It goes from corporate to daily. Pastors tells us all the time, he says, guys, it's simple. Just share your relationship with others. So as fathers, the first step that you have to do is consistently position yourself before the Lord. You get before him and you're as authentic and as real as possible. I don't even know what I'm doing, but I'm here. I don't even know scripture, but I'm here. I really want to lead my family, but you're going to have to teach me. That is one of the greatest prayers a father could pray. You don't need to try to be anything outside of where you're at currently in this moment. And he will take you and he will mold you and shape you with his hands into the leader that God has called you to be. Because when your children are looking at you, the days of us saying, don't be like mom and dad are over. We can no longer say that anymore. It doesn't make sense to a child for a child to hear from your mouth, don't be like me. Do you understand that? A child's not wired for that to make sense. A child looks at you and they need to find God in you. If they're wondering what's the father like, they need to look at you and find God. And you know what? Here's the problem. We can't lower the bar. We need to keep the bar where it's at. And God will gradually through time mold and shape us into the image of Jesus. And your child will say, I don't know what Jesus actually looks like, but when I see my dad, I see him. I don't know exactly what he sounds like, but when I hear him talk, I hear him. And so this is where it starts today. With you saying an authentic prayer between you and the Lord and you understanding that God has called you in a moment like this to lead your home so that you can reveal who God is. He shares two names with you, husband and father. He shares that name and he entrusts you with that name. He wouldn't give it to you if he didn't think you could do it well. He, didn't, he wouldn't give it to you if he didn't think you could reflect it well. So you can be the husband God called you to be and the father God called you to be. Everyone stretch your hands to everyone who is standing. If you're around someone standing, please lay your hands on them right now. Come on, everyone surround them. If they're standing, get up out of your seat and surround them. This is where it shifts. It shifts in the home. This is where it all starts. Authority. Authority. Come on, pray bold prayers of authority. I speak to you fathers and I speak to you husbands. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I speak the authority of heaven over your soul. I speak that you will be the man God called you to be. And no matter what you've done up to this point, Jesus is raising up the father that he called you to be. He would never have given you the family he has given you if he did not expect you to lead it the way he has called you to lead it. So from this day forward, things shift and things change. It's not your wife's responsibility. It's not your parents' responsibility. It is not your pastor's responsibility. It is your responsibility. Take the charge. Take the moment. Take this opportunity to do what God has called you to do and be who God has called you to be in Jesus' name. If you need healing in your body, if you need healing in your body, just stand up and lift your hands. If you need healing in your body, I was right over there and I had this vision of children going around and praying for people that needed healing. So if you need healing in your body, lift your hands high. Parents, go with your kids and just bring them to somebody that has their hands lifted all over the balcony. People all over the balcony. MC communities, do this right where you're watching right now. Pastor Jasmine, just start singing the song of healing in this house. I pray right now that you would release this wave of healing right now. Physically, mentally, emotionally right now. Physically, mentally, emotionally right now. Come on, just begin to pray all over this place.
of his glory, waves of his healing right now. Come on, kids, pray bold. Come on, kids, pray bold. The healer's here. We believe in miracles. We believe he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Healing is easy for you. You heal on the Sabbath. People don't even ask you. You just do it because you're good. You do it because you're kind. You do it because you're merciful. Lord, do what you do. Help the ones you love.
hands up as high as they go all over this place. Just breathe in the presence of God. I felt the Lord was even restoring people's innocence right now in this moment. Purity. Joy. I pray waves at the presence of God. Just comes on every family. I feel like I'm supposed to declare over you. You are taking this presence with you. You're not visiting this presence. You're taking it with you. Mm. I pray right now for every teacher, every homeschool parent, every educator. I pray the grace of God on you right now. I pray over your life strength right now as you make your way into this school year. I pray right now specifically for the public school teachers. I pray the full arm of God on you. I pray right now the helmet of salvation. I pray the breastplate of righteousness. I pray right now the belt of truth. I declare that you are not an ambassador of lies, but you are a purveyor of truth. I pray right now the boots of readiness and peace you're walking in. I pray the shield of faith and the sword of the spirit on you. Lord, I pray for every single educator, every curriculum writer, Father, every administrator. Lord, I pray right now that you would anoint them. I pray they would be ambassadors of you. I pray that they would be carriers of the presence. And I declare that this school year they would expand spiritual territory. Lift your hands all over this place. I pray First Chronicles 4.10 over this body, over this family, over this mercy culture. I declare, hold the Lord would bless you indeed. I declare, you are expanding territory. I pray his hand of favor is on you. And I declare he will keep you from all evil in Jesus' mighty name. If you believe it, somebody shout amen. We hope you've enjoyed this message from Mercy Culture Church. If this podcast has blessed you, we'd like to encourage you to share it with a friend. To learn more about us, find us on social media and online at mercyculture.com. 